0: all right welcome to people power politics as always i'm nick soans and today i'm joined with a good friend of mine cool goodman who is an elected member of the pennsylvania state committee from dolphin county pennsylvania he serves on the uh pennsylvania democratic party's executive committee and so anyways today we're going to discuss bernie sanders dropping out as as well as what um we both think joe biden needs to do cool was there anything else that you wish to add
1: no, that was great, Nick, and thanks for having me on the show. I'm really happy to be here.
0: Yeah, not a problem. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you're here with us.
1: I love our talks.
0: Yeah, they're they're always interesting. Let's hope this <laughs> yeah. one's. Um, let's hope this one's a bit tame.
1: Uh, well, uh, well, okay, but we can get a little spicy. I think this is. Yeah, we're going to be certainly. talking about some really important issues.
0: Yeah, certainly. Um, so, I mean, I'll I'll let you start us off. You know about you know what what you think you know as far as Mr. Sanders goes and his campaign?
1: Well, you know, I think that, um, and just to be completely uh, straightforward with the audience, I am uh, a former Elizabeth Warren supporter. And then when she dropped out, turned to Bernie Sanders supporter. But Bernie was always my number two. Uh, And I really respect the type of campaign he ran. I think he's changed... uh, politics, especially Democratic politics in the country forever, uh, to be honest. And moving forward, and I know we're going to have a discussion on this, I I, <clears throat> I do not believe that Joe Biden can uh, win in the fall without bringing along with him a sizable, not all, but a sizable fraction of Bernie supporters and progressives.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you know just just to go off of that you know i mean you know i, I was a i was a Klobuchar delegate you know so I'm, I'm probably a bit more more of a center than you are um, you know I, I was somebody who uh, you know as as far as the senator from vermont goes you know i wasn't i wasn't so much surprised that he had dropped out you know i mean i i basically saw it coming i think really what it was was it was just a matter of when um, you know, and I, I had my doubts about going into a general election if he could win against, uh, you know, the dictator in waiting, if you will. Uh, now, when, whenever you say that he's changed politics uh, forever, what exactly do you mean by that?
1: Well, I think what made the uh, Sanders campaign so successful in certain demographics was not, was not even necessarily Bernie himself. But the policies that he was promoting and which to add are policies that are more popular in the Democratic Party. No, I'm saying the policies are more popular, not necessarily uh, the candidate. As you said, after a certain point, it was inevitable that Bernie, as the candidate, was going to probably not pull it off and was probably going to drop out. But. In consistence with like CNN polling, NBC polling, policies like Medicare for all, policies like a Green New Deal, uh, policies like legalization of marijuana are vastly popular across the whole Democratic Party spectrum. And I'd even argue with independents too. Uh, So that's what I mean. You didn't hear these policies talked about before Bernie uh, got onto the stage. And then you have you 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 have senators like Warren and Congresswomen like Tlaib and Omar and Presley talking about these issues now and have brought them into the mainstream.
0: So, I mean, I I think I think that, you know, you you hit some some good some good points there. I mean, I, I would push back on the whole. You know, these were never discussed previously. Um, I think, you know, going up to even the, the run up to 2016, you know, when we saw, you know, I think, uh, you know, the, the final three candidates, including Clinton, my guy O'Malley and then Sanders on uh, on the debate. Uh, come on,
1: Nick. O'Malley was never a final three. Didn't even get to. Uh, uh, did he get to the vote in Iowa?
0: Yes, he, he unfortunately had to end his bid in Iowa. Okay. All right. right. Well, but, but they, they were the final three, okay. but anyways, um, you know, I think, I think those three candidates were, you know, having a conversation about Medicare for all, and if, if that was the correct path or not. And, you know, I think that what we see right now, especially with Joe Biden, you know, I mean, Biden's whole thing has been, let's expand the affordable care act. Let's do what we can to, you know, expand on, on what we started in, the previous administration you know in the administration of obama biden and let's you know go from there um whereas with sanders he wanted to scrap the thing entirely and start all over and that's you can't you can't do something like that in in the time that we're in when republicans control the the senate and you know democrats control the house
1: well well you know if i may i'm gonna I'm comment on a few points and you you brought up some uh, very, very good points, Nick. But I'll just say this. Um, you know, I actually, and I may be in a small minority here, but I actually think we have a very good chance of either winning the Senate or, or picking up enough seats to be really competitive in the Senate when it comes down to close votes. So I, I actually think we're in a good place with candidates like, Cong- uh, excuse me, Captain Kelly in Arizona, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you're a fan of his. But Steve Bullock in Montana is running, right? Yes. Yes. Um, yep. Uh, and and I think that we actually have more of a chance in the Senate than people thought or think. Excuse me. Um,
0: but the question the question is though, does Sanders help those candidates that you just mentioned in the Senate in in their mm-hmm. in their elections?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I. Because I, I don't think Sanders, I don't think Sanders plays well in Montana.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I'd I'd argue that um, across the ideological spectrum of policies that are popular in the Democratic Party, Biden doesn't play well at at all. Quite honestly, because he doesn't, in my opinion, he does not talk about policy enough, and when he does, the messaging is terrible. If you go look at his Facebook page, it's just these vague videos of unity and it's all anti-Trump. There's no policy talk. One thing that I would give Bernie is that if, if he w- would have been the Democratic nominee, we would know where we stand. There are many places where Democrats don't know where Biden stands because he hasn't done an effective job communicating it.
0: But I think at the same point, I think going up against... Uh, a candidate like Donald Trump, I think that if if I think for the for the vast majority of people, I think they know where Joe Biden stands when it's a candidate like Donald Trump.
1: So you're you're just saying that it, it basically be Trump bad, Biden good, correct?
0: And that's that's more or less. Yes. What I'm what I'm going with. Yeah.
1: And, and listen, I trust me. And, you know, we're on the same page with I, I am not a fan of Donald Trump. Certainly, um, and 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 I'd also like to be uh, straightforward to the uh, your audience in that I'm I'm going to vote for Biden in the general. However, we need something more than we good Trump bad. Like there are millions of voters out there that need to be told the policies that we're going to run on to 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 change their lives to change this country that the, the only time we've won a presidential election since clinton is when we put up something or someone that is different and and that would be barack obama who ran on the hope and the change platitude and we won but when we put up these candidates that are, are sometimes so moderate that they don't even they offered a muddied down version of what should be in this country, like John Kerry, like, um, like like right now at least Joe Biden and sometimes Hillary Clinton, we lose, and that's that's not to be mean, that's just proof in the pudding.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I really I really really think. You know as as going back to what you were saying previously about the senate i I would happen to agree with you i think I think that we are in a good position to likely take back the Senate um and at that point, if that's you know at at that point we need to then focus on the presidency and I think you know for me, it's always really has come down to who do I think could win the general election is how I made up my mind to back uh klobuchar early on and then you know to to whenever klobuchar dropped out to transition on over and supporting biden um it was always really you know who do i think can win um you know and, and regardless you know i mean as as far as the policies go you know i think that joe biden's policies i know where joe biden stands with the people and i think You know, so I think you know, largely, you know, he has the policy chops, I guess, is is what I'm saying. You know, Um, now certainly, you know,
1: and and I and listen, I I apologize for interrupting you there. I just don't. I want to catch you on that thought. I, I, I I am not implying that Joe Biden does not care for the American people. But if we wanted to back a candidate or candidates that actually cared for the American people, that would be candidates that want to bring Medicare for all to the forefront. Look, we're in a pandemic right now. And if we had a Medicare for all system, you know, Nick, that we, we would be in a vastly different place. Um, and Americans, of course, would still be hit and this would hurt a lot of people, but they wouldn't have to be afraid about uh, not being able to get into a hospital, not being covered. Um, So I'd actually argue that the candidates that are more for the everyday people are candidates like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren who want to bring Medicare for all to the forefront, who want to legalize marijuana because it's locking up innocent, predominantly men of color. Like these are the issues that translate to caring about the everyday man and woman.
0: Yeah, certainly. I mean, you know, and obviously, you know, I think that, you know, on certain issues, you know, Biden needs to go to the left on, you know, I mean. What would those be? What do you think? You know, I think, you know, the most immediate would probably honestly be the issue of, you know, healthcare. Um, I'd really love to see him also come uh, go to the left on the issue of climate change, um, especially because right now, you know, as you mentioned with the with the pandemic, you know, I mean. Part of, part of my thinking on this whole pandemic is, look, uh, as temperatures rise, and this, this isn't me talking, this is our own DOD. As temperatures rise, these diseases are going to spread, and they're going to spread at a much faster rate. Um, and that's exactly what happened with this. So, you know, if, if we're going to get serious about the climate, or, or rather about this pandemic, we should also be discussing the climate and you know our own department of defense even was saying back when isis took over in iraq that a big part of it was what they did was they controlled the water so if they controlled the water they were able to control basically the nation and you know i mean that that was something that my guy o'malley brought up um that nobody wanted to listen to but
1: but but nick as a biden supporter Like, how far is he willing to go? Do you think into that? Because it's one thing, and let me just say, just uh, excuse my language, but real shit. Every time Joe Biden talks about progressive issues or the Green New Deal, it's in my opinion, it's in an era of dismissiveness. Like, it's not, it's not with a realization that we don't just want a Green New Deal. No, we need. A green new deal that even pushes to would he let me ask you a question would he uh, and maybe he has uh but would he be um opposed to ending fracking
0: um i mean that's that's something that i don't honestly know the specific uh answer to um you know i i don't want to you know try and you know give out an answer that i'm not sure right. of. um absolutely so, i get that um, um but you know, I mean, when when you ask, you know, how far would he be willing to go, or how far I think he should be willing to go, you know, I mean, I'm I'm somebody who, you know, basically I would take the the Inslee climate plan, and that would be my plan. Okay. And and okay. I would, you know, I would literally this is my plan. You know, it comes from Jay Inslee, the guy who was, you know, all about the climate, and this is what we're going to do.
1: What about legalization of marijuana, which also is like. Which, which for me, like, is a no-brainer to me. Uh, if, yeah. in my opinion, if you're a Democrat, you know, in this country, uh, I'm not saying you have to agree with people smoking pot, but like, we should all be. And I think uh, a recent poll came out saying, 93 oh, percent of the Democratic Party is united in supporting legalization of marijuana. Joe Biden is not there. Like, he he was on that debate stage. I remember. He's like one of the only candidates that believe we shouldn't legalize marijuana in this country. What like what why there are some no brainer issues that it seems he's fighting on. And I my question is as to why.
0: And and you know, again, that's that's something that I can't really answer to. Um I think, you know, that as as far as the issue of marijuana legalization goes, I still I still think that you need to listen to the governors who have chosen to legalize but then you know you also have uh you know the governor of colorado who i'm not sure if he's still saying or the former governor of colorado but he was saying previously that he doesn't know if it was such a good idea so i i would still say you know you need to listen to the governors um
1: well well but also i i and what's beautiful is that in our state we have an auditor general in Eugene de Pasquale that says that uh, marijuana legalization would bring billions mm-hmm. of revenue into our state, which it has to other states as well. We have a, a, a LG who's for um, lieutenant governor who's pro-marijuana legalization, and we even have a governor that says, you know, we need to, what you're saying, look more into it. I'm fine with looking into it, but, like, the, not to the point of it's going to be a decade. If someone in if someone in Mississippi, if a Democrat in Mississippi wants to go out on their back porch and and spark up a joint, they should be able to, not because a a governor says they can't. That's my problem with leaving it up to governors. We have some states that are so rigid in their ideology that honestly, it will never get passed unless it's passed nationally.
0: And I mean, you know, I think that that's you know that's a good that's a good uh, point that you make there. I mean. You know, look, I'd I'd have no issues. You know, basically legalizing, as far as you know, the tax revenue goes. Um, I would, you know, direct all of the revenue that it could bring in to either, uh, uh, you know, drug education policies or uh, to healthcare policy. Why would you direct it to
1: drug education
0: policies? Um, I would. I think that you know, it it would be about you know, okay, these these types of uh, drugs are worse or you know are, are bad you know as, as far as you know education policy and stuff goes
1: well that's where you and i are probably going to differ a little uh that revenue and this is just yeah. if, you know personally and obviously i'm not there if i was in the governor's seat you know i would want to direct that money to the department of education itself I don't think any stoner needs an education that marijuana is not heroin. Like, so, honestly, I mean, just, I, I want to be honest. I wanna say
0: that so, I want to so. I want to say that they need an education, you know, that it isn't that it is a heroin. <laughs> you know, I, I guess I guess you would more or less agree that, yes, all of that funding for the most part should go to the Department of Education.
1: Yep. Yep. And, and, and I, I see we're winding down on uh, time here. I, I want to make sure that you and I discuss a very important point. Um, Give me your top three of Joe Biden VP picks. And I'll give Um, you the same. You
0: know, my my top three are going to be uh, simple. I think, you know, that you've got to include, you know, Amy Klobuchar in there somewhere. Uh, Oh, come (laughs) on. You know, my, my number two choice would probably be somebody like Stacey Abrams. And then my, my number three is going to be um, Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan. and And the reason why I'd go with Whitmer honestly is it, it would secure it would secure Michigan. It's a battleground state. and number two, it would it would drive the president and the vice president insane.
1: Okay, well, and I'll give you my top three, but if I can make yeah. just some comments on, on your, your list there. Um, first of all, let's just, just be frank here. Amy Klobuchar, we are not going to win the Midwest. I think Dems need to get that out of their head. And,
0: I mean, and, and, and when I say
1: Midwest, but we, but we can try without absolutely wasting a vice presidential pick. Like, it one, you'd have two moderates on the ticket, which does absolutely nothing to court in progressives, to court in a, a growing majority of young people in the party. And with Amy Klobuchar on the ticket, does nothing to draw in Latinos in in, in this country, which I know you're passionate about, Nick, uh, too. Um, Stacey Abrams, look, I, I love her. Uh, uh, she's seen, I, she's a great gubernatorial candidate, but Democrats have to come to the 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 realization she lost. Was it taken away from her? Yes, it was. But is she in that governor's seat in Georgia? No, she's not. I not. Do you know where she stands on policy, Nick? Is she, and, like and I don't. I, I can't honestly she has
0: that I do. So
1: exactly so like that's where most of the country's going to be great you added a woman of color to your ticket which i'm i am i am all for and i'll tell you my three in a minute but from going from state senator to vice president like that come on that we we would we would look foolish we would look very very foolish and um uh your third one gretchen whitmer I'm going to say, Nick, you brought up some good points about her uh, that I didn't think about uh, before. You're right. She would help us win Michigan. But I just think the cons with her is, one, no one knows who she is. Uh, I know she's gained Mm -hmm. attention during this COVID-19, but um, maybe she would be a good point. My my top three, quickly, and then I'll I'll let you go, um, are number one, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, is she going to bring in all progressives? No, but she she's she mobilizes women. She mobilizes a good swath, in my opinion, of young people and especially progressives that are feeling wary about Biden but need to be activated in supporting him. My number two is Kamala Harris uh, and my number three. Oh man, I, I this is bad. I actually forgot her name. She's Congresswoman out of Washington State. Washington State. Um, and she's an she's an Indian American. Uh, Congresswoman
0: uh, Priya. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what her last name is.
1: Well, she 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 is absolutely fabulous. Uh, in Congress. Um, and. I, I I think that would be very interesting to have an Indian American woman.
0: So here's here's something that uh, I'll just push back on, um on, on one of your choices. Um, and it's
1: Jaya Paul, yeah. Congresswoman okay. Jaya Paul. There we yeah. go.
0: Yep. Uh, continue. So when when it comes to Warren, um what what I'm reading and obviously don't quote this because Twitter is one mass echo chamber. But there are a lot of people who are Bernie fanatics who refuse to support or even um, uh, entertain the idea of Warren being his vice president for the simple fact that she, according to them, um, more or less gave Bernie the shaft by not endorsing him. Um, Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've definitely seen that
0: I don't know what um, to make of that. You know, it's just interesting.
1: I, I think yeah, it is interesting, and I, and I think there is a huge. Um, <clears throat> yeah, was I disappointed that Elizabeth didn't endorse me? Yes, okay. I was. Is that going to stop me from voting for Biden? A Biden Warren ticket? No, it's not. And I, I think for for a VP slot, picking the senator who is all about holding credit card companies and corporations uh, uh, accountable, Uh, the senator whose brainchild was the uh, CFB, Uh, I think it will activate enough progressives that Biden won't have to constantly worry about his flank in a general election when he should be focused on Republicans. You're absolutely right, Nick. There is a segment that is not going to vote for Biden, no matter which end way or but like and there ha- that has to be realized. But I think Warren helps with progressives like me, who right now are just like, Biden, we need you to show us something that you're serious of big structural change in this country.
0: Certainly. Um, so very quickly, just uh, since we only have, you know, about you know, a few minutes here. Uh, let's just do some parting thoughts, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Go no, for I it think then. I think for me, you know what what I'm going to focus on is you know the need to, you know I mean obviously there's a conversation going on right now in the party of how do you win? Do you appeal to moderates? Do you, you know, turn out your base? Uh, I think what you've seen from this discussion is that you know I'm somebody who I'm in the camp. You appeal to moderates. You bring on over moderate Republicans who are upset with Donald Trump. Um, And I think that we can easily do that. Um, And I think that, you know, again, when it comes to having a moderate candidate at the top of the ticket, that's what we're going to be able to do. And I'm confident that with Joe Biden, that we will be in a good position to take back the White House and, you know, that Joe Biden will be able to effectively help down ballot tickets, you know, whether it be Steve Bullock in Montana or uh, Captain Kelly in Arizona. So those, I mean, those would be my parting thoughts, Um,
1: you know. Very interesting thoughts, Nick. Uh, And uh, I guess my parting thoughts and how Cole sees it. Um, I I think that when President Trump has an approval rating of about between 93 to 95 percent in the Republican Party, why the hell would we go for moderate Republicans? Like we, we tried this. Honestly, this was Hillary campaign's M.O. We tried this in 2016
0: and, it we,
1: and she, no, she didn't. So, like, why try and have the risk of failing again when what we should be doing is expanding the electorate of our party? When we expand electorates, that's how we create safe districts. When we expand electorates, that's how we create we're, blue we're states. Going to it's not by the
0: electorate, though. Cool, by bringing these these people who have always been more in the middle on along with us.
1: Uh, for one, but for one election, when we could expand the electorate for not just this election to win this one, but win congressional elections in two years, because those moderate Republicans that you're talking about. Once Trump is out, they're going to go back to voting for the Mitt Romneys and the John McCains. So, like, I want to bring in a vote, uh, in, in voters that are going to stick with us for future elections instead of just being, in my opinion, the DNC is very short-sighted with that strategy. I mean, that's... We need to expand the
0: electorate. Point, yeah.
1: yeah. And, and if, if we don't, we're going to keep going on this temporary form of campaigning. Am I saying we exclude moderate Republicans? No, but we need to focus our resource resources in making our party bigger party bigger, making sure our message is unifying within the party, not just towards moderates. And that's why a Biden Klobuchar ticket doesn't make sense to me.
0: She's, we want we every race. We every need place.
1: a Yeah. Right, what in like, Senate races in Minnesota, that's not reflective of, like, the that whole country. I mean, it's not. It's not. And And I think the only way we are going to unify enough of the party to win this election is Biden picking a progressive to be on that ticket. If he picks a moderate, we, like, we might as well pack up and go home, Nick. We might as well really pack up and go home.
0: I mean, if 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 that's if that's what you'd like to choose, I mean, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm not gonna, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know. Will time will tell?
1: Time will tell. Time will tell. But hey, I enjoyed this conversation, my friend, and I hope we can
0: have yeah, no, more. Yeah, no, we definitely will. Um, this right here has been People Power Politics. I'm Nick Sones. We were joined with Paul Goodman.